spiritual, amen? And it's the enemy knocking at your door. Amen? So we have to, we have to learn uh, to do better. We have to learn how to fight in the spirit realm, amen? Hallelujah. So if you would, get your Bibles, please, and go with me to Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. And you're going to stand up. We're going to honor God's word. He's already here. He's been manifesting himself. He's been coming, and you know, he's just been moving throughout the worship. Amen? And we want to honor him. We want to honor him, his word. Amen. And so we're in Ephesians 6, 10, and 12. I am going to slow it down if I can, Prophet Shemiko. I think I will because of the teaching on today. Ephesians 10, 6, excuse me, 10 through 12. And um, I have it already here. It's in my, the New Living Translation, so I don't really have to open my Bible. I've already uh, typed it here in my notes. I'm coming from the uh, NLT, New Living Translation. We all won't read it out loud. Whatever your translation is, it doesn't matter. Just flood the atmosphere with the word of God. So at the count of three, we will read one, two, and three. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. You may be seated. Amen. I'm going to ask Prophet to slow to stand here for one minute as they're seated. I need you to come forward as everyone else is, is having a seat. Amen. Say right there. Amen. Amen. And I just wanted to illustrate. The Lord said do this. And I'm going back to this New Living Translation. Ephesians 10, 6, 10, and 12. It says finally. A final word here actually. It says a final word. A final thought. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. So we are not being strong in yourself. Amen. And in your capabilities. But in the Lord. And it goes on to say, and in his mighty power. It didn't say just power in this version. It says mighty power. Amen. Make sure you see that mighty power. And then he says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. I've always looked at it, and I'm just at the beginning, but I always looked at it as you be able to stand. Uh-huh. But, but this version says, and it makes it a little clearer to space me, please. It just makes it a little clearer to me. He says, be able to stand firm. Now watch what I'm doing. Are the attacks coming? Huh? Are the attacks coming against him? But is she being moved? No. She's not being moved. She's standing firm in whatever promise that she has um she has spoken, that she believes uh, in her situation. And so the attacks are coming against Sister Flo, but Sister Flo is standing firm, anchored in what God has given her and told her. So what are you saying, Pastor? Thank you. We're saying that the, 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 the you can have a seat. We're saying that the enemy will come. Amen. He will attack. We already know that, right? If you've been in a if you've been a Christian for a while, you already know. But here in the scripture, it doesn't say just stand, but it says take your ground, your authority, amen, and stand firm. Hallelujah. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood. You ain't fighting against Brother Wayne Senior. I'm not fighting against Brother Wayne. I'm not fighting against Sister Flo. Amen. You have to real. I'm not fighting against my father and my children. I'm not fighting against them, though, my co-workers. Amen. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. The invisible world, just like there's heaven, right? There's heaven, God's in heaven, he's invisible, his kingdom is invisible. Guess what? The enemy. For so long, we're looking for a pitchfork and a tail and horns. Let me tell you something. The enemy is an angel of light. He ain't going to come dressed up like the devil. He ain't going to come obvious. He's going to come looking good. 
He's going to come looking polished. Amen. He's going to come with the right words, sound like the right words. You're in a predicament. I'm ahead of myself. You're in a predicament. Amen. Circumstances are against you. And here come the angel all dressed up trying to get you to do something that is against the word of God or trying to get entrance into your life. We fighting each other. Look at somebody. It ain't flesh and blood. You better know that it's spiritual. Mm -hmm. But against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. They need a body. They need a mouthpiece. They need someone they can influence in order to operate. Just like Jesus needs us. We are his body. We are his mouthpiece. We are his hands. We are his eyes. We are his voice. The enemy needs that as well. Amen? And so when stuff is off, it ain't the person. But you gotta see the spirit behind it. Now that wasn't even the summary in the beginning, right? Amen. So the topic on today is what is spiritual warfare? What is spiritual warfare? And I think even on the YouTube, it's what is spiritual warfare? What is not spiritual warfare? I need you to really listen on today. Amen? Brothers and sisters, what is spiritual warfare? Many believers have a tendency to look at spiritual warfare in terms of a specific event. In other words, I'm at the point that I'm going to divorce. Amen? I'm at the point where I now have to be put on dialysis. I'm sick and I gotta go on dialysis. I'm at the point where I'm ready to hang my children up by a hook somewhere. I'm at my final point, right? And so when we get to that specific event of the divorce, of now dialysis, or now putting a wayward child into a, 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 a place where uh, a special school for, for children with problems, when we get to that place, we look at specific events. And I believe because we had made the mistake of categorizing or categorizing spiritual warfare as a specific event that occurs in our lives that we may have incorrectly, saints, viewed what spiritual warfare really is. Hmm. I believe on this afternoon that the only way that we can determine or understand, Brother Wayne Jr., what true spiritual warfare is, is to look at what the Bible says. Look at the, what the Bible says and about the tactics of the enemy. If you have your word, your sword, go to 2 Corinthians 2 and 11, please. 2 Corinthians 2 and 11. Now, I'm going to be reading it from the Berean uh, literal Bible. I'm going to read it from that Bible, so I have a different translation. But I need you to look at 2 Corinthians 2 and 11. Are we all there? Any wait-ups? We good? Okay. All right, so I've got 2 Corinthians 2 and 11. I have a different translation, the Berean uh, literal Bible. And it says, so that we should not be outwitted by Satan. For we are not ignorant of his schemes. So that we should not be outwitted, people of God, mind of God, wisdom of God, so that we should not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant, oblivious of the enemy's schemes. Now you ever notice, you ever notice 
that that when you you watching TV, you on a good show, a good game, you watching a good game, Wayne. You know, I know it's Dallas Cowboys, right? Okay, and you into that game, and you all in, and all of a sudden he go Florence, and when I say it, breaking news. How many tired of breaking news? I didn't see enough breaking news this year, last year. I don't want to see no more breaking news. Look at somebody. I want to see no more breaking news. <laughs> it's breaking news. All right, about some catastrophe or something that has gone wrong. And so the television, this network, they will disturb our program. And here we go, breaking news. And even on your phone, have you ever had your phone? I, I turn it off occasionally. And my phone is off. Now, it's off. It's not even on. And all of a sudden, it starts buzzing, lighting up. I'm like, okay, now my phone is off. You shouldn't have that much you know, connection to my phone if my phone is off. But the phone will start to buzz, Mizzy, and light up because there's an alert. There's an amber alert. Amen? And then the other day, we had an alert about tornadoes. Did some of y'all have that on your phone? Take cover, take cover, warning. Sometimes we're riding along the parkway or the turnpike. And we look on the sides of the road and it's like accident ahead. Slow down. Y'all ever see that? Uh-huh. Accident, congestion ahead. Slow your vehicle down. But we, thanks to God, we don't get any overhead highway alert signs. We don't get any amber alerts on our phone to remind us to be on a lookout. Neither will the TV stations be interrupted by breaking news, announcing danger. The only warning for the believer comes from the word of God. Look at somebody say it's from the word of, word of God. God. And it warns us, and we just read it, it warns us to stay Alert. All right, let me go over here. Because I know I want y'all got to get this. It warns us in God's word to do what? Stay alert. I wonder why. Stay alert. In 1 Peter 5 and 8, I'll tell you why. He tells us, Prophet Shemiko, to stay alert, the believers, the people of God. Stay alert, stay vigilant. Because the enemy prowls around, Sister Michelle, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. When something or someone is prowling, especially a lion, he is searching, he is creeping, he is looking, and he's not gonna be obvious. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. He's not going to be obvious because he's trying to catch his prey. Amen? So if he's obvious, then the prey is going to get loose. So Brother Wayne Jr., he is creeping. He's sneaking. He's looking for an opening, an entrance where he can do what? Now, it says looking for someone to devour. <sighs> devour. Swallow up. He ain't looking to play with y'all. Right? And the lion ain't looking to play with, with whatever his prey is. He means to do damage because he's ready to devour him, eat him, swallow him up. And so, he's looking for the weakest link mm -hmm. in my family. I can add that. In my relationships. The one who is distracted, I'm so busy, I got so much to do. I'm doing this, that, 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 I'm over here, over there, I gotta do this, I gotta take care of that, uh, I gotta make sure this is done. I'm distracted. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me on today? Yes. Distracted with worry, distracted with the job, distracted with the children, distracted with my own issues that's yeah. going on. The enemy has us distracted. That's one of the ways that he's looking, waiting. Here's one. Ignoring the warning signs. Okay. How many on the road driving? It's like, slow down, accident hit, you just still going steady. <laughs> Come on, raise your hand. No, you're not raise your hand. <laughs> I 
I'm gonna shout you out. I know you're in the house. I can't see your mouth behind those um those masks, but I know. Yeah, the warning signs are up blinking, right? How many get to the yellow? You're supposed to slow down at the yellow, you know, really kind of stop. But the yellow is on. Huh? You push me. Warning. The red's getting ready to come up. You need to stop. And so we're laughing at the natural, but we do that in the what? In the spiritual. Or how about this one? One who doesn't even know that he or she has already opened the door. Come on. <laughs> and the predator. Right here. Matter of fact, you were saying it last week when she was telling me about that movie. I was listening. You think I wasn't listening, but I was listening. The, the enemy already here. Yes. He in your house. Working. Come on. Yeah. Working. Thank Working. You. He's at your dinner table. He's in the car. Don't let the devil. Because if you let him ride, he won't want to drive. Amen. So don't let the devil what? Let him shut the door. Amen? So for some of us, we don't even know that the devil in the house. And then, wait a minute. I think Holy Ghost will get beat up today. Some of us know he in the house, but I'm so tired of fighting, I just gave up. Come on. How many will be helped? This help me today. I tell you, it help me. I'm just tired. You know it's in the house, but you ain't got no more fight. Oh, Jesus God. Oh, Father, help us. Come on, Pastor. Mm, in the house. He's, he's just, you just fair game. Saints of God, I need you to hear me today. The enemy, that's why he's called the enemy. He's not our friend. You notice he's referred to as the enemy. The enemy wants you to be taken over by wickedness. And when we think of wickedness, you think of something like out in the world. No. Get caught up in gossip. You know, come on now. You know, we can get caught up in that gospel, start spreading crazy stuff, start talking about people we know we ain't supposed to. Just stuff we get caught up in. He wants to steal everything that is valuable to you. Your mind, your health, your children. Come on, don't let the devil rock you to sleep. I'm going there today. Don't let him rock you to sleep today because that's spiritual warfare. Okay, you got to know that if he starts rocking you to sleep in here, you better get up and start walking. Devil, you're not going to get, now I ain't sleeping in here today because this word is for me. Let me walk and listen to the word. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because that's another way that he what? Gets in. I ain't mad at you because I had to do it a few times. You know, stand up, get water, whatever I got to do. He wants to steal everything that is valuable, your relationships. He wants to kill your relationship with God. And if the devil start talking in my head one day, talking about, is God really real? <laughs> the devil a liar. I'm sitting there, is he really real? You know, you start entertaining that stuff. You know, this happened and that happened in your life. And you know, this, 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 and that. And you pray. You pray for that. Da, 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 da. And it's still the da, 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 da. Is he real? Right then and there, you know that is not of who? God. So right then and there, you need to pull it down. Yes, God is real. Oh, he is real. But I can feel him in my soul. That's a song. But amen, whatever's going to help you. But I'm telling you, that's how the enemy works. He gets you when you're at a low place, Wayne. And then start speaking crazy stuff. And we know it's crazy. And then we start entertaining it. Because we're in a low place, amen? depressed place. And so we start entertaining the lies of the enemy. And so that's when we have to rise up. Amen. And say, devil, you are a what? Liar. That's what the Bible says. We can call him nothing but what he really is. Lord, help him to hear. Help him to hear. He wants to kill our relationship with God. He wants to get in there and just wipe out our relationship. Amen. It's all right to do this, 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 and that. You know it ain't all right. But you do it. And then what happens? It puts a little stain on our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Then we backing up on God, right? Because you know you messed up. So now I can't come up here and really preach. Because I done messed up last night. Who am I talking to? Let me go. Rise up because you look your eyes look like they're inviting. I done messed up last night. And here I am, Michelle, trying to preach sermon. 
Amen. And I didn't slip. And when I say I slipped, I ain't just, you know, on one knee, I fell. And then I gotta come up here and encourage the people of God when I'm all jacked up. Amen. He puts a damper in our relationship with God because he's trying to steal it. He's trying to destroy it. Yes, Jesus. Here's one. He wants to cause division between you and the people who care for you. God loves family. He loves family. And so he's going to attack the family. He can separate, destroy, cause division, cause strife, cause hatred, cause bitterness. Don't we see, can't we see, Wayne Jr., that that is not of God? It's so obvious. Where in the word of God that he said, okay, I want my people to go out and cause division and strife. That's my word. Where do you see that in scripture? But we allow division and strife. And we accept it. This is the norm of my family. My family is just dysfunctional. And we're all jacked up in our house. You know, we cuss each other out every day. That's normal for us. Because we fight, the police come to my house every other day. That is not of God. That is the devil. And now that we've gotten tired and fed up and ain't got no more strength, and I know, hey, been there. <laughs> what do you do? Find someone to connect up with that you know has some power that can hold your arms up. Amen? Amen. So he wants to cause division and strife between you and the people who you love. Know this, saints, that the enemy is not gentle. He's not gentle. He might start out gentle. <laughs> he might start out gentle and sweet. But believe me, once he gets a hold of you, it ain't gonna be gentle and sweet anymore. Starts out real pretty, real kind, until he. <laughs> Y'all with me on today? Amen. Amen. The enemy is a murderer. He was a murderer from the beginning. You can check that out in John 8 and 44. A murderer does what? What's a murderer do? Yeah. He kills. So if your relationships are dying, if something's going on in your mind that's not right, depression, oppression, that's not life, know that some of that is the enemy. Your house is in an uproar, it's the enemy. We have to recognize it. We said we're not ignorant of his what? Devices. Saints of God, the enemy is cruel. He's always prowling around like a roaring lion, as we said earlier, looking for someone he can devour. And guess who that someone is? He's looking to devour us. He's looking to devour, swallow us up, kill, steal, destroy, whether it be relationship, your health, your emotions, your relationships, your children, your grandchildren. Come on, guys. With all of the enemy's trickery, it can really be hard to recognize his voice because he's so smooth. He's a smooth, you remember that's a smooth operator. <laughs> Woo, y'all thought it was, that's about the devil. Smooth operator. He's smooth. Yeah, smooth operator. You know how they, they, my parents used to wear the hat tilted to the side with the bell bottoms. They had the platform shoes and they would walk out like Huggy Bear. Y'all ever seen the movie with Huggy Bear? He coming out of jail. Slithering. He got like this slithering all through the trees. 
He was prowling around the night that Jesus was portrayed. Slithering all around up in there. Y'all saw the movie, right? Saints, it's not up to us to stop him from prowling. That's what he's going to do. He's looking. Mm -hmm. He's looking. Where is the opening? Where can I get in so that I can mess him up? Who can I use to say something to throw him off? Who can I use to say something that would make him feel less of himself? Ha, who? Who can I use to get you frustrated and aggravated and mean-spirited and you no good to the rest of your patience for the day? Smooth operator. Smooth operator. But the Bible says, do not be what? Ignorant of his devices. People of God, we must understand how much the enemy hates us. He hates us because we're made in the image and likeness of God. And so it is often through spiritual warfare that he attempts to derail us. What is spiritual warfare? And what is not spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare is a spiritual battle. Look at somebody say it's a spiritual battle. It's not flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle that's going on in the spirit world concerning you and concerning me. And it has been waged against the believers of God since the Garden of Eden. And it's done to weaken or cause us to what? Fall. It is a fight for your soul. Y'all gotta hear me. Come on, hear me, hear me, Lord Jesus. It is a fight for your soul. And it is intended to drive you farther and farther away from God and his purpose for your life. Three definitions. I'm almost finished. Three definitions. If you can write it down and go back and look them up. Warfare. 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 Warfare way means conflict. It's conflict between two rivals or competitors. Conflict. War. Warfare. War means I'm armed and I'm out fighting. Armed and fighting. War. Conflict. Conflict is to fight or contend. Conflict means to fight or contend. It means to do battle. Fight battle. Or struggle, especially a prolonged struggle. <laughs> Conflict, prolonged struggle. Mm -hmm. Now, 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 now listen. Notice. Notice that in the definition of the word warfare, you see the word conflict, right? In warfare, the definition was what? Conflict. Now, in the definition of conflict, you notice fight, contend, battle, right? Or prolonged struggle or strife. And then in the definition of the word war, we are armed and we are what? Fighting. Saints, what we have been doing, we have been pulling out our arsenal, our weapons, when it has gotten to the point where all hell has already broken out. In other words, you've been in war. You've been in war a long time, right? But now you're at the place where all hell is broken out. Now you're telling everybody, girl, y'all know I'm in a spiritual battle. Lord Jesus, the enemy is on my trail. Amen. But all, all hell is already what? Broken out. All hell is broken out in the marriage. All hell is broken out in the finances. All hell is broken out in the relationships, in our health. But here's the trick. It didn't happen overnight. What were you doing between point A and B when all hell broke out. Because when we're at point B, we already think we're in the battle. You already been in the battle. You already was in the battle. This is, matter of fact, you were in warfare. You were in the attack mode. You were in the warfare attack. Amen? 
Amen. And he ain't even know it. And now you're over here trying to battle when you should have started way back with the conflict. You understand what I'm saying? I, yeah. I got this. To, I got this today. Oh, it ain't gonna happen to me no more. In Jesus' name. Yeah. That's why we have to be what alert, discerning little things. Prophetess blessed me the other day. Prophetess Flood. She said this lady at her job, and I ain't gonna say who it is, but it's somebody in her job. And she said every time you know she see it, you know, she walk by come over here, and she be like this. Flow. Okay, first of all, why you gotta touch me? Flow said every time. I think you said how you doing. I already know the Lord has already beat you out. I already know what you're dealing with. So when you rubbing on me, what you rubbing? Come on, people of God. And it's been going on for a while. So she in the conflict. She already is already in the conflict. But she realizes now, uh-uh. Before it gets way over here, now it's all full blown. I'm acting crazy, don't know what's going on. You know that stuff happened. I had a co-worker like that. Bunch of witches and warlocks put some Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be on alert. Don't let anybody in your house. Don't drink everything anybody give you. Eat. I know y'all cool. Because if I didn't think you was cool, guess what? I wouldn't eat your stuff. I'm going to tell you the truth. Love you with the love of God. <laughs> I do. I love you. But if I if the Holy, the Holy Ghost saying, there's a, a, a woman in our church I grew up with, and she baked, she had the best cakes. Oh, my gosh. Her cakes were delicious. After a while, the Holy Ghost was starting to talk to people in the congregation. We didn't eat that cake no more. Okay, how good it was. Because we saw the spirit. Amen. Don't let anybody get in your car. We always said, don't let the devil ride. <laughs> don't let him in your car. Look at stuff people will be trying to hate. Look at stuff that's in your house. Somebody that was supposed to be my spiritual mentor. And I was reading this book and they was like, you look in your house and anything, you know, that this spiritual mentor that they, you know, may have gave you and they had these controlling spirits and stuff going on. Blah, 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 blah. They gave you this gift. That's, that's some type of connection there. Look down at my mouse pad. To my spiritual daughter. You know where that mouse pad is? In the trash. In the trash. I went and bought me some new mouse pads. Y'all gotta hear what I'm doing. We're spiritual. And you know, some people are like, oh, I don't believe in the devil. Okay, all right. Don't believe. Don't believe. You don't have to believe, but for this one, I believe what the word of God says. He's real. Amen. So we can be honest on today. I think my mic is going up, but if we can be honest on today, some of us have ignored warning signs. Some of us have denied the warning signs. Some of us were distracted. And all along, prophetess flow, the enemy was slowly devouring or is slowly devouring us. So what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Pastor? Come on, wrap this up, Pastor. What I'm trying to say is that the spiritual warfare didn't start with the divorce. Ain't start with my divorce. Ain't start with anybody's divorce. It didn't start when 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 we were diagnosed with high blood pressure, diabetes, cirrhosis. Of the, it didn't start there. The battle didn't start there. It, it, it didn't even start with the bankruptcy, right? I'm at bankruptcy court now. And I'm signing papers. Let me try you, my And now I'm signing papers. Amen. It didn't start there. We were already in spiritual warfare. Way back, as I said, when the conflict began. When the marriage started getting crazy. When stuff, when stuff was coming out of your mouth crazy. When the kids started acting silly back way then. Sometimes we overlooked stuff. And the enemy was sitting at our table. And sometimes we ignored. Man, more energy to fight. I don't know where to turn. Pearl Harbor. It's for the kids now. Back in December 1947, we all know that that was the day that the Japanese bombed uh, the U.S. fleet at Pearl Harbor. And then following the next day, the United States declared war on Japan. 
before they got to that, Providence Amigo, mm -hmm. there were events that led up to the actual battle, the war. Japan began to expand its influence over there in Asia, which the United States didn't want to do, but they was inching more and more, taking more and more advantage. They tried to manipulate the United States and get them to come on their side, was putting all this propaganda out. They tried to get the United States to get on their side. Right? They was doing that. We're not getting with y'all. Y'all ain't right. They were messing with China. The United States didn't like that. And then they sank one of the American gunboats, but American didn't do nothing. They sank the boat, didn't do anything. American, you know, okay. Then lastly, they bombed Pearl Harbor. See, all along, the Japanese were really at war with the U.S. They were at what? Conflict. And Japan was already waging war with the United States. But what did the United States do? They ignored them. They paid no attention to them. All right, you know, that's just a blue boy, but you know, all right, we, they just acting crazy. Okay, here we go. Start dealing with it. <laughs> he just act crazy, dead, getting on my nerves. Come on, <laughs> go over here. He just poking my nerves on today. Any person, he poked yesterday, and the day before. Oh, that's he just, let me just go in my room and shut the door. Close everybody out. And in the meantime, the devil just having a good old time, amen? Because he knows how to pluck your nerves so I can do what I want to what? Do! How about on your job? Hey, I must have hit it right there. I got the hammer right there. Man, how about the job here? Everybody give me. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Ooh, they crazy on my job. Oh, God. But we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. Because, see, those influences have watched you. I was going to say, they done watched your butt, right? <laughs> I ain't got too comfortable up here. And they know, Missy, what I can do to get her fired up. Be alert. I know that I can, she can speak to me today. I'm going to get her right now. You the devil. I'm going to get her right now. Good morning. Like you never opened your mouth. You feel me? God said, keep saying good morning every day. Because they got to see something different. You're different. That means crucifying this what? Flesh. That's part of crucifying the what? Flesh. They getting on my last nerve. I'll tell you one time, and I'm on, I know I'm on YouTube. Somebody plucked my nerve one day, and a cuss word was trying to come up out of my mouth. I wanted to cuss him out. But this is where God is with me. It was like he's seeping in my lips. And I'm like, because I wanted it to come out, Missy. I wanted it to come out. God, keep take care of fools, right? I would have been looking like a fool later on in ministry. This is before I was a minister. But I was saved. I knew better. And it was leadership. <laughs> leadership now. I'm going to make it I got so bored, I was going to make tear up the office. Man, I'm going to make it tear. And I was married at the time. Thank God for my ex-husband. Praise Jesus to God. Because when I stepped up, he grabbed me. Come on, man, we're going out. <laughs> he knew. He grabbed me. Just stepped out. I didn't even see when he came in. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. But sometimes we don't have nobody to help us out. So you got to rely on Holy Ghost. Keep my lips. He'll do it. Keep my attitude. I ain't even want to get. Listen, I'm off the top. You don't even give the devil that much pleasure. Because when you fall, right, when that co-worker, that boss didn't pluck your last nerve and you didn't flip off on him, he's sitting over in the corner cracking up. Don't give them that much pleasure. Laughing at you. That's how I always see it. The devil sitting there laughing at me because I didn't fell for the baby. I fell for the baby. But when you stop falling for the baby, you'll get stronger. 
you get stronger. I'm telling you from experience. And all of a sudden, that stuff, Michelle, and I know I'm not telling you, I'm realistic. I know that stuff is horrible. I know it takes God to keep me walking through the door every day and keep me in a positive. It, it takes God. It takes me getting up in the morning, mm, having some quiet time, getting my mindset for what I have to deal with, going in there, speaking to the atmosphere, anointing my air. It takes some water. There you go. And some of us, we need to do it in our what? Home. Because he didn't crept in. He didn't crept in. Who you sitting with? Sitting right next to you. Whispering in your ear. Your buddies. He's my brother. I know. He's my brother. I'm cool. He got a shot. I got a shot. He go. They buddy. Go over and slap Michelle. You know that's the devil. Slap Michelle hard. Okay. <laughs> See what you get when you slap her. <laughs> you be called pastor. Come save me, pastor. I don't know how to listen to the devil and I went over there and slap Michelle. How do you listen to that crazy devil, Wayne? <laughs> Repent. <laughs> Repent. Oh my God, but that's how it has to be in. Missy, that's what he does. He didn't crowd up next to us, right? Like we on the bed with a book. He chilling. Wait a minute, he up there chilling. Yeah, Flo. Go over there and eat that last piece of uh, steak that my Mary was waiting for. Go ahead and eat it. Flo, where my steak? I ate it. You ate my steak. I can't believe you ate my steak. Now we eating, we having heated, heated, uh, what is it, heated fellowship. You done ate my steak again? We're gonna be fighting now. That's how the enemy is. Y'all see what I'm saying? Y'all listen, come on, y'all. I know we laughing. Come on, come on now. And so the United States ignored them, right? They continue with business as usual. They did not realize that a war had already been waged against them. It wasn't until the specific event, like we act, that the attack on Pearl Harbor, when that happened, they finally decided, we in war, we better fight. Too late, my kid already out there. My mind already gone. My finances is already jacked up. <sighs> Saints of God, we cannot wait for one specific event to happen in our lives to decide to do battle. Spiritual warfare. First Peter 5 and 8 says that the enemy is prowling. He's looking, he's searching for the opening or the opportunity to pounce on us. There were conflicts between you and your spouse before the divorce. Our poor eating habits over the years is most likely some of the culprit that led up to the diagnosis that we have, diabetes, high blood pressure. The small amounts or the small arguments and disagreements that were left and then we did not try to work it out. We did not come to the table. It left bitterness. It left unforgiveness. And now it's led up to relationship breakdowns in our families, in our friendships. Come on, listen today. And remember, remember saints that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So whatever is dead or dying, you already know. I ain't even got to tell you all right. You already know. We already know. The attacks flow. The attacks were all the results of warfare. You're already in the warfare. All they were were attacks. And the after effects of the attacks of the enemy. So during the attacks, what are you doing? Are you discerning? Are you alert? Are you looking? Or are you distracted? Are you too busy? Are you fed up and tired? You're just gonna let the enemy walk all over you, your family, your house, your finances, on your job. These are all or are the parts of the attacks, but they're not the battle. Saints, the battle, as you saw in World War II, is on a much larger scale. But a lot of times, we the believers, people of faith, we view spiritual warfare as a singular event. Something that happens once in a while. But the key to this message on today is that warfare is not an event. 
or a snapshot in time. It is a way of life. Look at somebody say it's a way of life. It's a way of life for the believer. Because the enemy, come on, look at somebody, we're going to preach to each other. Because the enemy, say because the enemy is always on the prowl. And so we are always in a warfare stance, watching and what? Discerning. I was watching a video on YouTube where there was some Chinese, I guess soldiers, and they were asleep. And they were asleep with their rifles. And somebody tried to come up and pull the rifle out. And they immediately jumped up and grabbed their, that's how we have to be. Always be on the lookout. Be what? Alert. Alert. How can the principle be applied to our daily lives? And then I'm done for real. The enemy never lets up. Let's, 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 let's declare that when y'all get sleep. Tell somebody, the enemy will never let up. So that means that you cannot let up. You got to be like those Chinese soldiers. You sleeping with your, with your weapon. We can't allow ourselves to become distracted anymore. We can, can't just live in denial and not handle our business anymore. We can't accept what we know is not right and not of God as being normal or just, or this is just the way it is, or this is just the way he or she is, or this is just the way me and my family are, or just, just this, this is just, this is how it is. It's not how it is. If the Bible doesn't say that's how it is, it's not how it is. I can't get it in our heads. My head, because it comes to me first, probably, Shabiko. We're in warfare, saints. You're in warfare. Every day you open your eyes, step your feet out of that bed, sometimes he attack you at night in your bed. So you better anoint yourself. Oh, here we go. You better anoint yourself when you're sleeping. You better pray before you lay yourself down. Because he'll attack even then. We're in warfare every day, every moment. What do we do? Well, if you were on the line, Bible study line, because we're teaching spiritual warfare on the Bible study line as well. We learned two pieces of our weapon. The sword. Everybody knows the sword. The word of God. But that's not the only weapon. But take out your sword. What did Jesus do? Took out his sword. Started speaking the word to the enemy. Speak the word. Speak the word. Look at somebody say, speak the word. He kept back with him. Oh, you're not going to mess up my mind. Oh, no. Because the Bible says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of what? Love. Sound mind. Love and a sound mind. That's right. Yeah, y'all can put the love in it. Because yes. yes. we need that too. Because if we had the love, our families won't be jacked up. Our relationships. Start using the sword. He attacks your mind. He come against my mind. I'll be like, Lord, I pull down every high thing, right? right? Every imagination, everything that exalts itself, right? It goes against what the word of God says. I pull it down. Y'all don't think the enemy don't want to attack in my mind? Yes. And if I sit there and if, here we go, man. Here we go. Punch blow in the head. Tripper when she walked by. Uh-huh. Eat her favorite food when she come home a snack. Yeah. What else can we do to flow? What else will agitate her? Oh, we'll find something. And see what you saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's good what we do. Yeah, all right. Ah, right, yeah. Okay. Well, she come in here. Get ready for her. Yeah. Get your word out. Start denouncing. Start pulling it down. Start declaring. Amen? We have to do this thing. 
It's no longer we just come into church sitting there chilling. You chill and you listen and you take notes, but you got to use it. Ain't no sense coming sitting up in here plopping in a chair. You're not going to use the weaponry. You're not going to take the application and the principles. Why? Because you're just going to be a defeated Christian. Not to say you ain't going to make it to heaven, but look, you, gonna, you ain't got to make it on the rough side, right? You got to be fighting all the way to heaven. No, that's not his perfect will. I don't know if he's smiling at me or not, Flo. You pull it down. Let me see. She knows when she smiles at me, I know I'm all right. Her and Wayne, they smile at me. I know I'm good. Amen. I don't know if I like this mask too much. Roz, I know your eyes are smiling, so I can see. <laughs> We're in spiritual warfare every day, saints. If you don't get nothing else out of this, every moment, every hour, Wayne Jr., every second, we're in warfare. We got to be aware of that. We got to be alert. Take your sword and pray. I want to go over the two things that we said. The rest, you got to come on Bible study as we go through it. The sword and prayer. And not prayer, Lord bless me, bless me. Not those type of prayers. You in warfare, you need to hold on to the altar. Lord Jesus, I start declaring some stuff over my family, over my life, over my job, over the people. That's the kind of prayers. People of God, as we close, Satan depends on us looking at warfare as a moment in time. And the second that we do that, Prophet Shemiko, it's like lowering our armor and our weapons and allowing him to pierce us with his. What is spiritual warfare? What is spiritual warfare? You too, I hope you got this on here. And also, also the conference line, I pray y'all took notes on this. Go back and listen to this teaching again. What is spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare, Missy, it's realizing that we are in a spirit first. You got to realize you're in a battle. But some of us in denial. Ain't no devil. Ain't no hell. Okay. Keep on believing that. What is spiritual warfare? It's realizing that we are in a spiritual battle every single day. And don't be fooled, people of God, to believe that it's only one specific event. I'm sick now. I'm in a battle. Y'all pray for me. I've been sick all five, you know, five weeks and you know, I'm under spiritual attack. You've been under spiritual attack way back when, when they gave you the report to stop eating pork. Stop all that salt. Amen. Because if you don't, you're going to be heading right here. He was attacking them. You hear what I'm saying? I'm guilty. I'm guilty. So it's realizing that we are in spiritual battle every day and not be fooled to believe that it's only one specific event, but many events. Look at somebody say there are many events. That we are faced with each and every day. Don't take it lightly. So how do we combat or combat the attacks of the enemy? Be discerning. Look at somebody say, be discerning. Discern them spirit. And don't get crazy looking at everybody. All right, she got a spirit of what? what Demination? Everybody you see, that's a spirit of... No, 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 no. Let the Holy Ghost... You know, come on, you know. Religious people get crazy with it. Everybody, they, there's a witch and a doctor. No, the Holy Ghost... Okay. Andre, tell Pastor stop. <laughs> but you know, y'all know Christian people can take it to a whole other level. Everybody's a demon and a devil. When I walked in the school system as a parent, I used to run when I see it because everybody was a demon. And you see that demon and that devil? That's a devil. And I was like, Lord, I got to hide from her. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> it's like, it's Amen. But we're, we're intelligent. Amen. And we have the wisdom of God. And we have the Holy Ghost in us, and He will um, He will reveal to us. So be discerning of the spirits. And we know that we fight with the word and we fight with prayer. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word. I know this is a word for you, from you to us, oh God, to be on alert, Lord Jesus. And Father, where we may have not been on alert, and we have already allowed things to go crazy in our in our homes and Lord in our jobs and in certain circumstances in our lives Father in the name of Jesus we thank you that the greater one lives on the inside of us and again that we have wisdom you'll show us oh God what to pray Lord God and what to do oh God hallelujah to get ourselves out of this battle how to fight it oh God where we will be able to continue to stand firm and we know that your word is truth your word will never fail I thank you, Lord. I pray right now for someone who is weary in, the, in this battle, right? Someone who is, has, 
has at the end of their wits with this thing, oh God. I pray that you would give them renewed strength and give them wisdom and, and, and tactics from your word, oh God, to combat the devil, Lord, that, that maybe is already taking a, a seat at the table, Lord. But we're going to put them out because he does not belong in our lives. He doesn't belong in our relationships. He doesn't belong attacking our children. He doesn't belong attacking our finances, our mental health. He doesn't, he does not deserve the right to attack our bodies with sickness and disease. That is not of you, Lord. So, Father, we do believe that we're that we believe in miracle signs and wonders as well. We believe that you can heal, deliver, and set free. So, Father. As we apply this word over our lives and as you begin to teach us how to war, oh God, and not so much war, but to be able to stand. We know the attacks are going to come, but Lord, that we'll be alert. Hallelujah. We won't just let it happen. We won't just ignore them. We won't be distracted. But Father, we will take out our weaponry. And we're not going to wait till it's an all blown out battle and while we're fighting God, we, 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 we're going to attack it when the attacks come in the conflict, Lord. Because we have the mind of Christ. So, Father, we thank you today. We bless you, Lord, for this word. And we glorify your name. And, Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. I want to leave you with this, this scripture that blessed me today. And then I'm done for real. And you might want to write it down. And that's, that's one of my scriptures that I've been battling with. I opened up on my phone and I decree and put my name in it. And so it's 2 Timothy. Let's see if I can get it. 2 Timothy um, 2 and 26. I'm trying to find it here. Second Timothy two and twenty-six. And this is what it reads, and this is where I am in, in my walk, in my life, in my journey with God. With all of the things that I've sat under all the teaching, some good, some not good. Some of my own mishaps, some of the things I did, you know, not knowing, thought I was doing it right and I was not right. Amen. Thank God for new beginnings. Look at somebody say for new beginnings. I thank God for that. And here it is, the second Timothy 2 and 26. And he says, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. They woke up and recognized, saw him for who he was and what he was doing in their lives and in the lives of their loved ones. Snapped out of it. So some of us today, we gotta snap out of it. We let him run a ride. And now he's driving. But today we came to our what? Senses. Man, God loves you. I pray that this word has penetrated your spirit today. Cause you to look at some things in your lives differently. And believe me, it comes to me first. So don't think that, you know, I'm pick, picking on anybody in the car. No, we ain't picking on nobody. We just telling the truth. And it starts with me. I already told you what my scripture was. 2 Timothy 2 and 26. Came to my senses. What in the world? Man.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.